0: This is Vernon Jacobs, Senior Pastor of the Embassy Church. I want to thank you for engaging with us through this podcast. May it build your faith and strengthen your walk and cause you to reach the rooftop in Christian living. Don't forget to aim high and never give up. Let's go now straight into this word. I want to tell you about your church life and how you can better improve your church life. And like I said today, this is not a lecture theater where you come to get a lecture and go home. That's not, you don't need knowledge and understanding in that fashion. You need illumination and revelation. When you receive this word, it must be a light unto your path. I'll tell you about that just now. But every word that comes from the mouth of God must have three ways of receipt in you. Number one, it will be useless if it's not believed. So you have to believe it. Luke 1.45 said, Blessed is she or he who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. This was a word that came to to Mary through Elizabeth. Blessed is she who believed, for there will be fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. If you believe that you are going to be with child, you will conceive that child. you got to believe the word. Number two, when it comes to you, you must receive it. Mark 11, 24, believe that you receive them and you will have it. So when you leave this morning, you need to not only believe it, you need to receive it. And that's why shouting an amen is so good. It, it, it brings receipt to your spirit. If I offer you money, quick you. Yeah, if you stand there and do nothing, it will never come to you. You're going to have to believe the man of God is, is offering me, and then you must receive it. It will never come into your life if you never receive it. Listen to me if it works in practical things, and all of you know how to receive money, you should learn how to receive the word of God. You must say amen. Amen. Don't worry about who's standing next to you. And number three, it must be conceived in your spirit. That means you must engage with this word. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2 says, Engage with faith in them that heard it. When you hear it, you engage in it. Now is not the time to sit in the back and say, hey, you know, you have your conversations. where We're we going to TSG and where's the best bunny child governors and all of... Those things are not the conversations that you have in the presence of God. That's why your life will be empty. You'll say, people will say, but I, I see you going to church for, for 15 years, but I don't see any progress in your life. You have not believed it. You have not received it. That's why you have not conceived it. I believe that when God speaks, this is God, man. If he says he's going to lift up the gates, he's going to lift up the gates. Are we together? Christians who walk in the word of God and in its sanctification, their feet would literally give off light in the realms of the spirit. When you walk in your, thy word is a lamp unto my feet uh, and a light unto my path. In the spiritual realm, when Christians walk uh, literally in the realm of the spirit, the pathway is lighting up. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. Should I or should I not do this? Making decisions, uh, you go to the word of God and see what did the word of God say? Should I or should I not? Thy word is a light unto my path and a lamp unto my feet. That means uh, if you look at your feet spiritually, you have two lamps there in the spirit. Every time it goes, even in the midst of darkness, it's lighting your path, man we together this morning? Go ahead and take your seats. I'm about to talk to you about gates. Last week I spoke to you about dominion and how you should shut some gates. Today I'm going to talk to you about God who is the lifter of gates. We're going to walk through open doors. In 2023 you are going to have dominion. Doors will open. You will feel like, you know, when you go and stand at a lift You know the escalator, the elevator, and you press the button, and then suddenly the door opens and you walk through it? Today's word is designed to give you that you must have open doors. When you pray, you must have open doors. You don't believe it, don't say anything. If you do, shout hallelujah. Let me take it from the beginning, from where there's closed doors, and then we'll go to opening doors. Luke chapter 11, verse 7. A man wants bread, and he doesn't have bread. Jesus tells a story that uh, this, if you need bread, go to your neighbor and ask him for bread. So the guy went to his neighbor, but the guy answered like this. He answered from within and said, Do not trouble me. The door is now shut. My children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give it to you. I'm speaking this morning to people who are in need of something. That is in possession of somebody else. And by the direction of God you have been to these people. And they have it available. But they can't make it available. Have you ever been in a situation like that? Where you are standing right in front of it. You can see it but you can't have it. Because the distance between what is available and what you need is closed by a door. It's shut. I'm getting ready to talk about this is in the natural, but it also, it appears to men in the spiritual where the thing is available to you. God is making it given, but the devil has shut the doors. What are you going to do? Are you going to receive that as an answer? Because God said to, to this, in the story, it says, and the man continued to knock. And he knocked again. And he knocked again. And the story ends with this moral. Because of his persistent knocking, he became an irritation to the man. And the man said, let me give it to him, lest he stand here all night, disturb my peace, get my children up. And he opened the door. The moral of that is, knock and it shall be opened unto you. God has given us keys. But you can't use some keys when the keys are really in, in the hand of somebody behind that door. So how do you get access? Well, I learned in this week that God is a gentleman and he will knock. He says, behold, I stand at your door and knock. He that yeareth me, let him open. But I also learned that when God wants to get people like Paul and Silas out of the jail and the keys are in the enemy's hands, he shook the foundations of the earth and the gates opened. When God wants to come to you in salvation and as a savior, he'll come as a gentleman and knock. But when God wants to come and because there's the enemy standing next to you, he'll come as a warrior. You've got to discern, do you need the Savior or do you need a warrior? There are situations where you need salvation and there's situations where you need deliverance. Am I talking to somebody this morning? And that's where faulty intelligence comes in. When you're praying for a knock, when you should pray for it to be broken down. Huh. Now, let me just teach you about these gates and how you're going to get that spirit. Psalm 24 verse 7, we've done this. There are spiritual doors which you don't hold the keys for. There are hard times and men should help you, but their hearts are hard when you need help. uh the Bible says that Pharaoh's heart was hardened and he couldn't help. Have you ever been before the hearts of hardened men? And they find all kinds of reasons, all kinds of law why they shouldn't help you and yet God is calling you to help. And there, when, when, when men... Let me let me say this when men men's hearts are hardened after you there is a spirit that is fighting you when men's hearts are hardened after you it's it's not the man there's a spirit that's fighting you let me say this as well what you must pray for is remembrance You can have favor on your life, but if you are forgotten, like Joseph. Joseph had favor in his life, but he was forgotten in the prison. God made a situation arise in Pharaoh's courts where somebody had to remember him. Some of you, it almost seems like doors are closed. And uh, there's no remembrance of you. You have been a good man. You have done some, some good things, but it, all of a sudden it goes like you've forgotten. I think it was what's the guy's name? He said, I am not forgotten. I am not forgotten. God is. God knows my name, man. That's, that's a nice song. I am not forgotten. I am not forgotten. God knows my name. It should be your prayer right here. I mean, this is how you listen to the word of God. Don't worry about the rest of the the, the sermon. If that's resonating in your spirit, you must say, God, right now I feel like I'm forgotten. I've been a good man all these days. I've sowed my seed, I've prayed my prayers, I've fasted my fast, but it seems like I am forgotten. Joseph had favor on his life, but he was forgotten in the dungeon until God caused a situation. Yes, what I want to say to you. Some of you will come into bad situations just so that that you can be remembered. Don't despise the condition that you are walking through because it's your period to be remembered. It's your catalyst moment. It's your shift in the spirit. God is about to shift you. I'm talking to somebody this morning. Now, there are gates. And we have to lift some of those gates. I'm going to talk about the warrior part of it, not the savior part of it. Are we good? For those of you who don't know Psalm 24-7, and I think God strategically made it like that for 24-7. 24 hours, 7 days, in a week. Remember this. Uh, whenever you're going through something in your day, lift up the gates, oh, He is. Be lifted up the everlasting doors and let the King of glory come in. Let the warrior come in. Let him come to break some of those gates of brass. Uh, are we together? Now, this is concerning there are 12 gates on the earth. Between the heaven and the earth, there are 12 gates, which are 12 portals of the earth. I'm giving you spiritual intelligence. For each gate, there are three gates. or For each point, there are three gates. So on the northern side, on the northern side, the northern hemisphere, you have three gates. In the southern, you have three times the four corner points. I don't have enough time but to tell you that four on the earth represents balance and stability. Four. Remember that. That's why you have four seasons. Every three months, these gates. When a child is born... In June, there's a gate of June that opens up. There's an angel of the Lord that allows that child to pass through the gates of June. And that's why if you would study the angel that allowed that gate to be open, the child will take the virtues of that angel. Now in the demonic world, they call you, they call it the stars. In June, they'll say Gemini. And Gemini people are faulty people. <laughs> Respectfully, I'm born in Germany. I know what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about me. We can switch moods. Bang, bang. I can be happy and then immediately I can go sad. The angel of, of, of June is like that. Gates. So the gate of the northern hemisphere is also run by a demonic realm. Is this okay with you? Septentrion. It's called Septentrion. That's the that, that's the, the 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 on the southern gate is the Midi. On the eastern gate is the Orient. And on the western gate is the Occident. Say why. Lift up the gates. You are in the which hemisphere? Some of you don't know your geography. The Midi. We're in the southern hemisphere. The gates that control us, those, those demonic realms, the Midis. Lift the gates, you Midis. In the name of Jesus, the King of glory is coming in. Those of you that are watching me in the United Kingdom, you are in the Northern Hemisphere, just to let you know. Septentrion is the one that's governing out there. Now, let's move. Doors, midwife seasons. Doors, midwife, they open and close realms and levels. Isaiah 60, verse 11. Therefore thy gates shall be opened continually. They shall not be shut day or night. If you don't believe anything, say nothing. But if you want that scripture to be yours, shout give God some praise that the gates of the heavens will not be shut towards you. That the gates of the heavens will be open continually. I speak that in my life, oh God, that I will not come to close gates. Oh God, whenever I come like the elevator and somebody pressed the button before I came. When I walk towards it, it opens for me in the name of Jesus. If you don't believe it, do nothing. But if you want an open gate, stand this morning and say, speak Isaiah 60:11. 11. Prophesy this morning and say, I am. Commanding the gates uh, over my life uh, as you did to Isaiah, that you will have every gate open to me. What you are doing in the church is that you are pressing the button now so that the gate will open to you in the future. Wherever you come to it, the doors must open. Uh, It did it for Esther, I'll show it to you just now. He did it for Ruth, He did it for Uzziah. Say, God, if you did it in the Bible, you'll do it for me. Uh, What is done for others. uh, he'll do for me uh, shout this morning uh, prophesy if you don't take any other word uh, take Isaiah 60 11 therefore thy gates shall be open continually they shall not shut for me by day or by night uh, are you receiving this this morning? yeah because doors midwife seasons uh, midwives they open the the gates so that that child can come out. I see many of us are pregnant here this morning, waiting for a midwife to catch that child, open the gate of the umbilical, to open the gate of the the womb and deliver that child midwives doors midwife seasons I pray as you stand there this morning that every door will open for you According to Ephesians chapter 1 verses 3 to 20 That there is a spiritual allocation Meant for each of God's children And that that which is due to you You will receive Pray that this morning Say that which is due to me Is going to enter my life Uh, Let the midwives open the gates this morning Pray Take one minute and pray Yeah, yeah Pray, pray I want to talk to some people that overthink their tomorrows. God told me to talk to some people. Some of you have a great tomorrow. Because listen to this. These gates shall not shut day or night. That means tonight a gate closes. And at the same time for tomorrow, the Monday... A gate opens, and there you are worrying about tomorrow, and the next year, and your your pressure is going. You get high blood pressure because you overthink things. You're thinking about Fridays, but the gate for Friday will open for you on Thursday if you prayed it today. But there you are compounding your your doubts increasing your fears. And Gathiram is gone now so he can't treat you but there are other, other R.K. Naidu and all these other doctors treating you for your heart problems that you bring upon yourself. You're stressing your poor heart. Making the heart rate go higher. Are we together this morning? Don't overload your future with fearful expectations. That's a good word. Don't overload your future with fearful expectations. Stop overthinking your present. Listen to me. Keep standing, I'm standing. When God told Moses, I'm going to take you into a foreign land. One of the doorways was the Red Sea. God saw it as a doorway, but they didn't. They knew it as the Red Sea. Go ahead, take your seat. And some of you, what you see in the natural, you fail to realize in the spiritual. You see it as a sea. God sees it as a door. Let me tell you something about the Red Sea. Paul you Zaman, you'll, you'll like this. Let me tell you, sons, what the Red Sea. It flowing into the Red Sea was the River Nile. The River Nile for the Egyptians, they used it for spiritual dimensions more than drinking water from it. Huh. They trusted in the River Nile like it was a god. That's why God, when he was going to teach them a lesson, the first thing he do, He'll turn the water into blood. That's why he would say, out of the river Nile will come frogs that will irritate you. Out of the river Nile. The river Nile was wizardry. There were spiritual dimensions in the water of the Nile which flowed into the Red Sea. God knew that when Moses comes with the people, what they saw as a wall, he'll make it a door. And they stood at the Red Sea and when they came to the Red Sea it was a it was an impediment and God split the Red Sea and he caused it to become a door. He said to Joshua I'm taking you into the promised land. But Joshua said, I'm separated with the Jordan. God said, when you come there, I'll make a river into a gate. He said, take the 12 heads of tribes and put them in the river. And let them put their legs in the water. That means when you come to it, I'll open the door. Some of you... Some of you are so worried. You, you know your geography and you know that there's, there's a Jordan. You know there's a Red Sea. Naturally, there's a mountain. But did Jesus not say, you shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and it shall be cast into the sea. He's talking about gates. He's talking about if you understand doors, and some of you, there you are in, in, in this embassy church, you have so much of worry about when I come to that. That's why I love the song. Remember, I'll win. never fail. You trusted him then. Trust him now. Some of you have lived forty years, go back and see how God made a way. Look, I look at you, Divina. Last year we cried for your child. We thought we're gonna, he's gonna go, but he's fine now. We. Put his name on the altar. His father stood on the altar. And the doctors, we thought, he's going to be on medication permanently. That The last report you said, is the doctor said, we stop in the medication, he's fine. <laughs> Remember, even know is never fail. Hmm? So when you sing these songs, it's not to entertain you. It's to put him to remembrance. For this child, we were crying. I know my grandchild, Karis, was crying for this child in prayer. When we said, maybe God won't listen to the adults. He listened to the children. Children versus children. Iron sharpens iron. Are we together? Don't forget it. That's why God said, write it down in the history of your children. Tell your children how we stood at the Red Sea and God split the sea. He split the sea so I could walk right through it. If I was in a black church, we would be singing in the black church by now. We should be on our... You're too sophisticated. Are we together? I I read somewhere a long time ago, yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift, and that's why it's called present. You are living in the, the gift of God, when the gate opened last night, that's what this thing talks about, and they shall not be shut over you day or by night. That's why, in the realm of the spirit, never move backwards, forward forever, backward never. Let me say again forward forever, backward never. Look at your feet. I wish you could. Look, take out your socks and look at your feet. They all, ten toes, are facing backwards. Yeah. We're not, we're not designed like that. One day this way, one day that. The gates for you will forever be open. Forward forever. Backward. No. No. Forward forever. Backward, never. Am I talking to somebody this morning? Most, let me, I wrote this down, I have to tell you. Most people make progress when they move out of an environment from which their yesterdays condemn them. If your yesterday is condemning you, leave it. I give you permission. It could be, that's why the gate opened today. Because yesterday's gates are condemning you. If yesterday's gates are condemning you and bringing pain to your life, walk through the present. It's God's gift to you. I know you can't understand. Could this be God in the worst situation? Could it be God? Ask the silkworm. The silkworm has to wriggle and wiggle and in pain it has to break out of that cocoon so that it develops its own wings. There is wings that the butterfly will open up and it's beautiful. But the beauty of it is 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 destroyed if somebody else breaks its own cocoon. Are we together this morning? So it's you may be going through some pain in today. But tomorrow, the beauty will come through. Are we together this morning? Now listen to me. Lazarus is behind a door. And he needs, a, in, the, in the midst of death, he needs a door of resurrection. You can remain at a level only because you fail to discern that the gate as lifted, and that's why Jesus comes and stands at Lazarus' gate. He has to open the gate of death so that the gate of resurrection becomes open to him. He says, "Lazarus, come forth. It's a gate that's holding back resurrection. I want to tell you this morning that some situations, some conditions, some businesses and some relationships have to die so that you can stand at your door of resurrection. Are we together. You will never stand at the door of the resurrection if there's no death to that situation. The life lessons of Gadara, and I'm closing with this. There's a madman of Gadara is at the grave way of 10 different cities and the gates are shut because demons have entered into this man. And the whole 10 cities are shut because this one man possessed by demons are blocking the gateway. It's good in this, in this message to find out what's blocking my blessings. Demons can be blocking your blessings and you think it's just natural conditions. The madman of Gadara, the Bible says, and they came, and he, they came back to Jesus and saw the one who had been demon possessed and had a legion sitting and clothed in his right mind. In his What? In his right mind. In his right mind. And Gadara opened up thereafter. Now, you will know that you have an open door when you don't feel restrained and constrained. Are we together? When you don't feel limitations. You know that the door is closed when there's limitations. I'm I'm not getting this. I tried this. I tried that. There's a closed door that you're standing in front of. We need an open door. We need to lift up the gates. Will you stand this morning? I'm going to conclude with Revelations 3.7. Bible says, he who is holy, he who is true, he who has the keys of David, he who opens and no one shuts and shuts and no one opens, I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door and no one can shut it for you have little strength. I've kept my word. And you have not denied my name. God's going to do it for you. I preached on one Wednesday and I said in Job chapter number 5 verse 23. For thou shalt be in the league with the stones of the field. I'm talking about dominion. And the beasts of the field shall be at peace with thee. That means you have so much of dominion. That everything must respect you. The earth must respect you. The earth must give way. The doors must open. In the heavenly realm, you walk with such dominion that the doors open for you. Are we together? I'm I'm ending with this, but you should get excited in your spirit. Everywhere the earth sees you, it must favor you. It must favor you. Go study 2 Chronicles 26, 15. Uzziah was marvelously helped, the Bible says, till he was strong. I'm talking to the weak people here this morning that God is going to open doors for you and you're going to walk through doors till you are marvelously ministered to and you are strong. Uh. (laughs) Esther was given the oil of favor. I don't know who needs to pray this, but say, God, give me the oil of favor. Give me the oil of favor. That means everywhere that Esther went, doors opened for her. Esther. She walked into the king's quarters. with. uh, She said, this, this king may not open the... He pointed his scepter towards her, and he said, come, ask of me. But the best for me is Ruth. (laughs) <laughs> oh, Ruth. Man, Ruth. She goes to glean wheat on Boaz's field. And she's working so hard. And she catches the eyes of this, the owner of the field. And that's where the song came. Drop it like it's on. <laughs> drop it like it's on. <laughs> you know the song? He called his, all of his workers. He said, when you see this woman, R- Ruth... You just drop handfuls of wheat on purpose. On purpose. Imagine this, there's, an, there's, a, there's, a, there's a statement in heaven that says whenever you see Nisha walk, you drop it on purpose. She got favor like a woman. She can go to any shop, pick up the most expensive item, come to the till, and they say, ma'am, this thing is reduced. One day like she paid a rand for it. But you must do a lot of shopping to get that kind of anointing. To discover that that kind of favor is on you. are we together? How do you know it if you're not? But that's the kind of favor she has. Some of you have that already on you. Man, there's there's an anointing of favor on you doors must open for you are we together this morning and so route 27 I want you to know this morning and I made you to stand this posture must be remembered when you pray remember it you know when you're standing it's a position of dominion because everything is under your feet